Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. My name is Eric Thomas, and I am the host of the show. And this podcast is powered by Rival Digital, which is a full-service digital marketing agency for HVAC contractors. Welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas, and I am the host of the show. Today, we are joined by Scott Stewart from Swift Services and A-plus Heating and Cooling and Electrical. Scott, how are you doing? Doing well, thank you. Glad to be here. Absolutely. Thank you so much. So, Scott, why don't you just go ahead and tell us a little bit more about your business, uh, where you all are at, and, and kind of the history of your company. Sure. Um, we're located, we have two companies. Um, the owner and myself are the only thing that the two companies share. Other than that, completely different employees, different rules. Um, the reason for that too, one company is located here in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. The other one is located in Ocean Isle Beach, North Carolina. And if you've ever, anyone familiar with the two knows that South Carolina and North Carolina don't work very well, especially when it comes yeah. to regulations policies are different one um one area has to collect tax one area doesn't so it's very different so the owner who lives in myrtle beach started out as a install helper kind of worked his way up through service tech and done pretty much every role in uh possible he decided he wanted to go out on his own and ocean isle beach north carolina is where he found a company to purchase so that's where he started out. Um, he always wanted to be here in Myrtle Beach, which is his you know, hometown. So a year later, he opened up Swift. And the two companies have since grown from you know, one truck to now each company has over 40 vehicles. And we've been open since 2012 was A+, 2013 was Swift. Wow. So do you oversee both companies or are you dedicated to just swift nope i oversee the marketing service titan um i'm also the it guy <laughs> kind of do the training for everything for uh, both companies awesome that's good to know cool so so you say you do marketing uh so what, what are some ways that you guys have utilized marketing to grow the companies so rapidly Marketing is definitely one of the reasons our company has been able to grow. Um, here in Myrtle Beach alone, we have at any given time 150 different HVAC companies. Uh, summertime, you'll see a lot of pop-up ones, so that number even increases. Um, traditional marketing, when I first came in, was kind of the main focus. Of course, we had a website, but prior to that, they did a lot of billboards, phone book, and um, newspaper ads which Myrtle Beach and Ocean Isle is a very unique um, area because we do have a lot of retirees and it's also was up until five, 10 years ago, a very rural area. And it's been growing, um, I think last year or two years ago, it was the second fastest growing metropolitan area. So you have an interesting mix. So you have to have a diverse marketing campaign to cover everyone. Um, so I introduced the social media aspect along with um, all sorts of online advertising that wasn't being done. And a lot of the competitors still aren't doing. So it kind of sets us out uniquely and has helped us grow significantly over the years. 
Nice. So <clears throat> are you all still leveraging traditional advertising as well? We do. Um, because of the retirees and some of the people, um, people don't like change. And down yeah. here, that's no exception. Um, we get our billboards. We do have call to action so we can track that. Um, you know, tracking numbers are great for a lot of things, but billboards aren't one. Someone's not stopping unless you're in a traffic jam. You're not writing yes. down that phone number. Um, so we do have different things that, you know, mention this billboard on some of them or ways that we can track. And we still, especially in the North Carolina, Brunswick County area, get a lot of people who are like, oh, I see your billboards or, you know, I want the credit that the billboard tells me I can get. So traditional me uh, media is still strong, um, but it is, you know, you can't rely solely on that anymore. Yeah. And even in the areas that resist technology and still want, they're still slowly, rather it's from people moving down, younger generations buying homes, or just finally giving in to change, you know, the online is eventually taking over just like everywhere else. Yeah. So what are some of those billboard designs that you all have got up in the, in the traditional area? We do use our logo, um, which is kind of, we're very big on branding, you know, heating and cooling sometimes isn't the most exciting thing to grab people's attention. <laughs> um, something we do that's unique, we use a little kind of cartoon snowman almost, but not too cartoonish. And the blue and red, that color scheme that we use throughout all our advertising, rather it's print, traditional, we're very consistent so that our logo it sticks in people's head. Our tagline is follow the snowman. It's our domain name, our email name. Um, I think every time I give anyone, whether they're sales or customer, my email, they're like, you know, it sticks in their mind. Follow the snowman to comfort is something that <clears throat> the owner came up with when he started the company. And I think it works. Um, brand recognition is definitely a strong suit of ours. So we certainly play that up with the billboards. We include um, various coupons on the billboards too. That way, you know, you need a call to action, even in traditional media, even in just branding media, having that call to action still gives the extra value to uh, the traditional media that sometimes if you just are work focused on branding, you want to get otherwise. Yeah. So was the snowman like, was that someone's nickname or was it just something that kind of came up and stuck? Uh, the image imagery came to the owner i believe he told me the story in his garage um him and his i think his wife drew it but i'm not sure if it was him or her i know they were both kind of the behind it though and just the snowman at the beach just seemed perfect for them and that yeah. imagery really stuck out yeah i mean it's, it's definitely rememberable with the, the follow the snowman i <clears throat> i remember that whenever um whenever you signed up to be on the podcast you know, I honestly, the first thing that came to mind was follow the snowman. Uh, so that's definitely something that'll stick in people's heads. And that's what you want, that top of mind awareness. Exactly. And especially A plus, you know, that um, the reason that is the name for A plus instead of them both being Swift is the name that company had been around forever. And the owner was told, you know, it had a strong following. If you change the name, we're going to find someone else. But if your domain and your email was Scott at a plus.com, you know, that's not really going to stand out from the other a pluses across the country. 
and A plus was done. So back in the day, you'd be the first in the phone book. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I was talking about that with a uh, with someone on the podcast maybe a few weeks ago. We were talking about how it used to be like people would start naming their business like AAA, whatever A one, and now they're now the phone book's not a big deal anymore, and so many people still have these companies that say A one plumbing company and an AAA pest control and all that good stuff. <laughs> Right, and uh, they still kind of work if you know how to use that right because, you know, for us with A-plus, we kind of, we've been around for a long time. Yeah. You know, we were around when there was the phone book when that was good, you know, so it yeah. does give you that sort of if you know how to play with it, but it also comes with the fact that it's harder to find you when you're searching from other areas. And being a vacation um, spot, we have a lot of customers who own second homes so we have a lot of people who are searching from Charlotte or from Ohio or New York because this is their second vacation home. So we need to have a strong presence that when they search A plus, it's the one they're finding the correct one. Yeah. So what are some uh, what are some other ways with through digital advertising that you all are growing your business? We do use, of course, Google Local Search services and Google AdWords. Um, we use our email campaigns. Um, we do one in-house and we do out, out of house as well. Um, the in-house I've always found work better because it has the more personal touch. Um, I understand our company's value mission and brand much better than an outside marketing company would. Yeah. They, you know, they are kind of a lot of them, especially when you look at blogs and that they're, speaking on industry average and research based on the country. Whereas when I come from it, it's a message that we created within the, you know, in the house. And it's something that I believe the owner believes um, in the, you know, there's different products that different people really value. And if you believe in something, it's easier to sell kind of the same concept with marketing. You know, we're big on um, indoor air quality. We believe in the, Cleaning, you know, duct cleanings, UV lights. Um, last year during COVID, when we all went remote, the office had completely duct cleans. We had UV lights installed on all our units, and we've had uh, very few employees ever since we've returned. South Carolina has been back since um, July of last year. North Carolina was pretty much back around June. And we've only had a handful of people who have been out sick with it. Hmm. So with the local services ads, do you all see pretty good results with those? We do. A-plus especially. Um, A-plus is a little newer on it because it didn't roll out in Brunswick County because it is a smaller area until about six months ago. Um, Swift has been on it. We were probably the first, if not maybe one of the first five in our area. So we saw it really impact us at the beginning with Swift. It's still good, but they, more and more people are getting on it. So it's kind of like AdWords, how it used to be really great when AdWords first, because you were the only one to figure it out. But as more companies get on it, Google has their rotation. So mm -hmm. it still works great. It puts you above AdWords. So I think if you're not using it and you're using AdWords, it's definitely a better way to go because you get more bang for your buck. More leads come in and they're usually 
um, more reliable leads as well, more yeah. qualified. But uh, um, if you're in a large market, it still is going to be oversaturated. But it's nice that it doesn't take much maintenance, you know, kind of keep an eye on it for the budgets and see what's coming in, what's working, what's not. Um, but it's kind of set up, you know, you're in this industry and that's where you're going to be. Yeah. The keywords are done for you, essentially. Yeah. Um, we also, we found, um, we do a lot of Facebook ads, which also help, which kind of goes back to, like I said, that's the in-house. You're targeting local people. It's relatively inexpensive to reach a large market with Facebook. Um, I find that if you aren't necessarily advertising, but just having presence, um, doing kind of sharing fund shark week post or something, since we're here at the beach, that'll make people laugh. It gets your brand in there, makes you um, more of a local feel than a giant corporate. And when people do need you, you kind of stand out because they remember you from their news feeds or they're like, Oh, I saw that post from Swift not too long ago. I should give them a call. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've found with Facebook advertising, just like advertising to specific neighborhoods works pretty well. Is that something that you all have done? Yes. Um, we've actually just started increasing our, uh, the geofencing through Facebook. And it's nice about that because you can't beat the budget for what you spend on that compared to other area, um, other online obstacles. It's real. It's very, you know, compared to, for instance, mailers, which we do still get a good response from our mailers, but it's basically a virtual mailer for that neighborhood. You know, I'm picking out this route that I want. And for one third of the price, I'm spending it for this area. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, mailers are, mailers are pretty expensive. You can get a ton of results from just targeting a neighborhood, especially if you have like, if you have like a video testimonial of someone from that neighborhood that you serviced and then their neighbors see the video and they're like, Oh, I know that couple. (laughs) And then they're, it gives them recognition and they're probably more inclined to click on it. Exactly. Um, One of, you know, speaking of video recommendations, we believe in reviews very strongly here. Um, that's something we pride ourselves on. And that's something, you know, every study's shown, anything you listen to, reviews are the new word of mouth. If you don't have a lot of reviews or if you have a lot of negative reviews, then people are probably going to just scroll down to the next company. We have over uh, 2,000 reviews at both companies. So it's something oh, wow. that we... What are some ways that you go about soliciting and getting those reviews? Is it just through like an automation or do you have your technicians ask for it? We do a mixture. Um, Our technicians, you know, whenever someone thanks them, hey, if I did a good job, they all have business cards. They'll hand it to them. You know, please be sure to share your feedback with us. You know, Um, we also have through Service Titan, they do the job completion surveys. So in that survey that automatically went out, if you know basic HTML, which is how I was able to do it, um, I just added the link to our Google. um, I did the Google leave us a review icon, did the HTML link, and then they can just click on it and it'll help them leave a review right there. Yeah. When we were smaller, we've tried various different things. At one point I used to, um, when I first started, I used to email every job we had. 
for both oh, companies. Wow. I would do Monday one, company Tuesday other for the week, and uh, it it was uh, it lot. wasn't sustainable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there wasn't much else you could do that day other than those things. So yeah. we had to find a more um, streamlined method to do that. Yeah, and but Service Titan is through. yeah, Service Titan is really powerful. They've got a really sweet. Uh, set up for their email marketing. Um, they do. It, it's great. Before they came out with uh, the Marketing Pro, we used to use um, Content Connect, I think. And um, hmm. it's nice because any customer, as long as the CSR answering the phone captures that email, which that's how invoices are sent. So most customers want their invoice copy sent to them you get their email and you have a list of right there in your software. You have everyone's email. You can filter it out by tags or by equipment age. So mm -hmm. it's really, it's one of those, what you put into it is what you get. You know, if you don't yes. fill out the equipment or take the time to do tags and all that, you'll just have a basic list. But yeah. I do like the, their email. That's one of the things I will yeah, one yeah, thing I've uh, found uh, one time when I was when I've been using it is where you gave someone an estimate and then they declined the estimate, then you bundled them into their own category of pretty much they received estimate but didn't do service with you, and so you have that list of people and you can just give them a completely different message than those who are our customers or are. Uh, service agreement members or whatever it may be. Correct. Yep. We funnel out ours. Um, if we haven't been to you in a year, we have that as a group. If we haven't been into you over three years, we have that as a target audience. Um, if you, we were out there and you didn't purchase a cool club, we have a special audience just for that who will reach out to and offer them a discount or find out why they didn't join the cool club. And then we can let the techs know and, work on our training and make sure That's in the cool. future everyone sells that membership. Yeah. What are some other ways that you use service site other than uh, the email? We use service Titan. Um, we've, since I've been here, we've um, acquired four different companies, three of which use service Titan. Now four d d use service Titan. I think there may have been five or six total, but we use it more than any of those companies I've seen. And a lot of them we talk to, um, we use phones pro, which is service Titan is our phone system. So, um, all our phones are connected through dial pad, which is the third party who service Titan uses. We use their inventory. Um, we use the follow up, the price book accounting. Um, we just signed up for their new beta, uh, procure to pay which helps reconcile your bills before you even send them over to QuickBooks. So I'm kind of excited about that one. Hmm. Yeah. It seems like they're becoming more and more integrated with pretty much everything that you could possibly ever need. They actually work with um, local services now that you can request an appointment and it'll go right to service Titan. I've so seen an email about that. Are you guys using that? We are. Um, and I, what I tell everyone when they ask about service Titan, obviously they're on Google's radar, so they must yeah. be <laughs> doing something right there. Yeah, because I get the emails from Service Titan whenever they're like announcing, you know, new integrations or new 
uh, features. And I saw that one about a month ago. They were saying you could tie it right into your LSA ads and those people will book and it'll go straight into Service Titan. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Um, the setup was a little faulty. May have, I'm hoping maybe now they've worked out the kinks, but I know, you know, yeah, enter the information, match everything up, and then there's something that didn't work. So I had a, you know, support has to help. And then once it goes live, though, um, we've been getting them a plus just yesterday we had two or three come in and it's, you know, for us, it's the slow spring season right before the heat and perfect 70, 80 degree weather. So yeah, we have a little bit of a dip until next, uh, probably Memorial weekends. Once we will jump up to the nineties and then it's go time. Oh yeah. So what does your marketing efforts look like in the summertime? Whenever, you know, it's pretty much constantly around the clock service calls and installs? Yes. Um, summertime, we focus a little bit more on branding more than urgency. Um, you still need to be present. You need to be out there because this is the time that everyone's looking for you. And like I said earlier, HVAC is definitely a need to know, uh, urgency industry. Unless someone needs it, they're usually not searching too much about it. Yeah. Um, so you, Summertime, we definitely play up our leads. We increase everything. Um, the local newspapers, we do ads with throughout the year. Summertime, we'll kind of ship them more towards um, branding or educating customers. Uh, we find that explaining why sometimes helps people understand. Um, not many people know much about HVAC. Before I worked for the company, I didn't know much myself. Um, it, giving them that information of why you should replace, why you should repair, on how it can help save you the money, how it can make your system more efficient. Um, the importance of maintenance, especially being down here right by the beach, that sea, uh, salty air that gets into the system. Yeah. The everyday person doesn't know this kind of stuff. Oh, so yeah. if you can use your ads to also educate, um, it's less pushing old sales tactics and it is more showing the customers you're there for them and you're here to help. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're similar. Uh, Cause we're, you know, we're in Virginia beach. Uh, and so we kind of have the okay. similar, the similar issues out here with the salt water uh, and the corrosion, if you will, and the units. It doesn't mess um You know, people don't understand it and our techs are trained, you know, kind of show it to people. Yeah. Because you can tell them that the sea air is bad, and they're like, ah. But then you uh, open it up and show someone, and they're like, oh, I didn't realize it was that bad. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like you're caught, you know, you can see the salt there. Yeah. What? And, and like your messaging for content, do you all uh, have like certain analogies you use to explain that to the user? A good one that we use sometimes is um, comparing it to cars. People understand, for whatever reason, you know, people are more into cars or they understand that your car needs washed weekly down here. Mm -hmm. So it's important to, if you understand that your car needs that, your car needs an oil change. That's something that people can relate to as homeowners. Most people also own a car, so they understand the importance of maintenance to their car. They love their car. Well, everyone loves their house, and they love air conditioning. So it's kind of a good one to bridge the two information and kind of make people understand 
Yeah. That's when I heard, I heard a analogy yesterday uh, when I was interviewing a, a business owner from California, he was saying, he explains the HVAC system kind of like oxygen really <clears throat> and like your blood pressure. Like when your blood pressure is really high, you have to like take a deep breath in and get that blood flowing. Um, and he uses that to explain when, when heat and air systems aren't, you know, they're not blowing as much air out as they should be or whatever it may be because of your ducts, but the homeowner doesn't understand that, but they understand their blood pressure and they understand that they have to breathe in order to operate correctly. Right. And, um, one of the best things to help people understand about a duct cleaning is just opening up the vent right there in their kitchen table and you see what all comes out. <laughs> you, you don't really need to explain it. Then the visual effect right there shows people how dirty that recycled air can get. Yeah. And if you don't have proper indoor air quality, you're just breathing in that stuff over and over and over again all day long. Yes. And I think that's something that a lot of people are starting to pay attention to now. Yeah. It was something kind of overlooked for a while. Yeah. So have you I all think, pushed uh, indoor air quality a lot? Yes, uh, it was actually something even before 2020 that we had. We always, both companies have one um, one or two teams that are just duct cleaners for each area. So we do okay. daily at least two a day. Nice. Well, Scott, um, yeah, this has, been, this has been a really cool episode because not usually do I get to talk to marketing people. It's usually contractors or technicians um so it's always nice to dive into the marketing side of things a little more uh, so if someone was listening to the podcast and they uh, were thinking about learning some new ways to use marketing to grow their business uh, what's some easy ways that you would recommend for them to utilize the online world if it was someone who didn't have any marketing whatsoever say a contractor you know owns their own company they wanted to grow or tap in the first thing i would say is you need to have obviously a website but i think that part everyone at least is there these days um google my business facebook page are the two big ones um it's where people are going everyone's on their phones phones are becoming i think 50 percent these days if not more um so that's definitely where you need to be um, also I read recently voice searches are taking over. So if you can get into Alexa or explore those kind of options, um, that is going to be the future in my opinion. So it's good to get in there now, especially if it, your competitors aren't there. Understanding what your competitors are doing when it comes to marketing is also very helpful. If you know you're the only one on Google AdWords, you don't need to spend ten thousand, five thousand, even a thousand a month if you're the only one. If everyone's doing that, then that may not be the most useful, and you may want to look at <clears throat> geofencing or Facebook ads. Try to find what no one else is doing, or at least mix it up. Nice, awesome. Well, Scott, I appreciate you uh, jumping on the show with me and, and providing some insight. Well, thank you for having me. Absolutely. All right. Well, we will talk to you soon uh, and have a great rest of your afternoon. Hey, you do the same. All right. Bye-bye.